This is Magic Drive Time, your daily dose of Orlando Magic basketball. Drops it off to Vooch, he'll dunk it down. Daddy Vooch! Magic Drive Time is presented by International Diamond Center, your local diamond experts since 1981. Throws up ahead to Isaac and look at the tomahawk from the Seminole. Oh, see Fasciola smiling somewhere. Now here's your host, Jake Chapman. Welcome to Magic Drive Time. We are presented by International Diamond Center. Jake Chapman here with you in our Magic Studios. About 30 minutes away from pregame and one hour away from the Magic and the Lakers at Amway Center. Hell Week rolls along for your Orlando Magic. Milwaukee Monday, the Lakers tonight, and the Houston Rockets on Friday. And the Lakers come in absolutely red hot. We're going to talk to Mike Trudell, who covers the Lakers here in just a moment. But... Uh, good chance for the for the Magic to get a W tonight or Friday against two of the best teams in the Western Conference, certainly. And I'm very anxious to see how this team plays right now. Uh, got some pretty good news at shoot-around this morning. Nick Vucevic may play on Friday. Won't play tonight. May play on Friday. He's working his way back. And also, Al Farouk Aminu has decided to forego surgery for that tear in his meniscus. He's going to try to work his way back, rejoin the team at some point this year, uh, surgery would end his season, so he's going to try to go the rehab route and see if he can gut it out. And I, I turned to Dan Savage this morning. I said, how do you play NBA basketball with a meniscus tear? But those guys are way tougher than we are, certainly. Uh, I knew that before, and uh, I guess more proof uh, with Alvaro Camino trying to figure this thing out uh, without surgery and uh, sort of gut it out for this Magic team. Hey, pack the Amway Center when the Orlando Magic hosts the Philadelphia 76ers on Friday, December 27th. At 7 p.m., you don't want to miss a moment of the action as the team takes on Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the rest of the Sixers. Get your tickets now at OrlandoMagic.com and show your pride for Magic above all. And my guest this evening on Magic Drive Time covers the Lakers for Spectrum Sportsnet. He's on Twitter, at Lakers Reporter. He's Mike Trudell. What's up, man? Thanks for taking a couple minutes. I appreciate it. Oh, always a pleasure. It's good to be in Florida. i uh, looking forward to the game. Should be a good one tonight, certainly. Uh, let's start with health, Mike. Uh, Avery Bradley listed as probable to make his return tonight. He's been out, what, uh, a month or so. Just uh, let's start there. What kind of an impact do you think Avery will have, I guess, specifically on the defensive end? You know, it's interesting. Since he's been out, uh, Frank Vogel instituted what they've been calling the Bradley rule, where they try to finish first amongst all teams playing uh, that day in defensive rating. Um, they just, it's kind of a reminder because they had slipped first several games after Bradley sat down. So that, you know, that's the end where he just kind of can set the tone with his aggression on the ball. And maybe always plays with that certain type of pace on that, uh, on that side. So that's something I think that it can help, uh, you know, not, not just have the team be waiting for it to see it, uh, but just have it be that automatic thing. So I'm not sure how many minutes he's going to play yet uh, and whether or not he'll start. Uh, You wouldn't be surprised to see him come off the bench in the first one back, but we'll have to see because uh, Vogel usually uh, will wait for the lineups until they have the tournament. Rondo is questionable. Anthony Davis probable. I would think uh, Davis will play no matter what. It, will Anthony Davis ever not have a sore shoulder? I mean, I think he's just getting used to playing like that at this point in his career, but do you, ex- you expect both of those guys to go tonight? Well, I, I, I don't know about Rondo. Okay. Um, I, I think there, that, that'll be something that we'll wait and see since he actually missed uh, the last game with the hamstring. But, you know, in terms of Davis, yeah, I think that he's he's still on the injury report, but it certainly hasn't looked sore. Uh, you haven't seen him, you know, I mean, he scored 50 last game, first of all, but you haven't seen him look towards his shoulder and kind of shake it out, which was happening earlier in the season. Um, so I, I do think that that 
seems to be feeling better for AD. And Kuzma out tonight. Um, AD and LeBron specifically, they're both playing, I think, 34 and a half minutes a night. Do you, do you, do you expect those numbers to drop a little bit as the season goes, or, or, or do you think you'll see them right about there all year? Yeah, I, I know with LeBron specifically, the argument about his minutes has gone back years. And just sure. you know, thinking about this, sure. is, this is year 17. You know, He's already played the fourth most combined playoff and regular season minutes in NBA history. <laughs> um, he, nobody has played more postseason minutes than LeBron. He's over 10,000. So, but yet, he, he's just still LeBron. I don't, I don't know. He's a different individual. And, like, he's, you know, he's found ways to – uh, you know, there are certain possessions where where he will he'll you know kind of maximize the amount of rest that he can get. Uh, some of these hit ahead passes that he's doing um, to AD, and, and so like I, I do think that he's figured out the game basically, and there isn't really that much of a difference between 30 and 34 minutes for LeBron, and then you know AD is 26, and you know doesn't again doesn't seem to be um, affected much by how many minutes he's been playing at this point. Let's go back to Bradley because I think it's interesting that note you said about Frank Vogel and the uh, the Bradley rating heading into the season. Um, you know, when you started to think about the defensive potential of this team, Bradley certainly was part of that equation, and McGee as well, and Dwight and Danny Green, and then obviously LeBron uh, and AD defensively, I think people thought that they could be really good. I'm not sure people thought it would be this good this early. What's been the key to that? Is that just is that just the talent on the floor? Is it the quick gelling that we've seen early on? Um, defensively, it's uh, at times like blood from a stone from these guys. Well, I think the first factor in the team defense has been the out, the outside motivation coming in that LeBron James specifically had, and then Anthony Davis as well. But, yeah. So when you have your two stars that are playing to that level and that are sort of hold, sort of setting the tone and helping and holding their teammates to a standard on that, and I think that was the that was one factor that I think probably should have been anticipated, but maybe wasn't. And this goes back to just the years, and, and it, it gets into the whole LeBron defense in early in the season versus what you get in the playoffs. Right. And, uh, just getting through 82 games. But, you know, LeBron really came out strong on that end. I, I do think that was key. And then you mentioned the personnel. Uh, there's another guy, too. Uh, Alex Caruso is, is really good on that end. I mean, he's actually leading the team in individual defensive rating. Mm. And, you know, the one the one thing I think that wasn't expected that's been big is, has been Dwight Howard. They just That's a guy that you just didn't know exactly what was going to happen. I know that Orlando folks saw his best years on the defensive end, and, you know, look, that was one of the best defensive players in NBA history, uh, that version of Dwight. But, you know, he still has some pop in those legs, and he's been really good on that end. So that, that to me, is the one guy that you, you didn't necessarily see contributing to the extent that he has so far. With LeBron, you know, obviously year one in Los Angeles didn't go the way he wanted it to go. And and he's sort of doing this, you know, washed king thing on social media. But how much do you think, Mike, it's just a matter of he had time off. He finally I mean, you talked about how many games the guys played. Um, you know, eight straight final <clears throat> eight straight finals, excuse me. Um, the whole nine yards. And it feels like yes, he's motivated and yes, he's trying to prove a point early in the season um that he's still got it. But I also think he's finally rested, and that probably plays a bit a big role as well. Yeah, it's definitely both of those things. And I, that was something that we kind of tracked over the summer, uh, just, just thinking about how that the impact could be there. Because 2005 is the last year uh, that LeBron didn't make the playoffs. Right. And, you know, look, eight straight finals is also different from just making the playoffs for most people. So there's no question that was part of it. And then I think it was while being out, you know, and actually watching the playoffs and hearing about you know, whether it was Kevin Durant or Kawhi, 
who at that point were playing the best basketball. And I don't think LeBron loved seeing that as, as any kind of player to that status level wants to still, uh, you know, feel and, and be the best on the court. So yeah, a bit mental and a bit physical. I think that's, and you're seeing the combination. I thought Mike Prada did a really, we're talking to Mike Trudell uh, covers the Lakers for spectrum sports net in Los Angeles. Uh, I thought Mike Prada did a really good piece on SB Nation, breaking down LeBron as point guard. I mean, he's leading the league in assists, and if you want to go through and try to find any sort of an offensive flaw on this Lakers team, I guess perimeter shooting is is where you would land, but he's he's doing such a good job of running the offense, whether it's in transition. He's a, It's almost surprising to people who don't you know watch him night in and night out that he is that good a passer. He's one of the best of all time, and I know we've talked about it. People have been comparing him to Magic his entire career. But when you watch it, Mike, night in and night out, and you see the intricacies, and you know if you're not ready for a pass when you're on the floor with LeBron James, be it in transition or in the half court, you're going to get hit in the side of the head. It's it's something special, isn't it? Well, it is. There's It's always, to me, been his best. Skill, uh, just for somebody that scores as easily as he does, so that can still get to the rim as, as much as he does, and now his three-point shooting has come around. The passing is still the most fun to watch. Uh, and, and the thing is, look, early in the season, the first couple of weeks, the Lakers weren't hitting shots, but you know they're kind of quietly now fifth in the NBA in three-point percentage. So they're 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 at thirty-seven percent now. So they the shots have been falling. Basically, the offense has caught up to the defense, and that's what you've seen the last couple of weeks. I mean, so you mentioned LeBron's. Passing, and I do think that's that's the, of course the 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 main factor and his skill set that's helping his teammates this much. But it's also just reading and understanding the game, and so sometimes that's a pass from him, from him, and sometimes it just rubs off. And but but honestly, as I as I kind of change topics within your own question uh, without you asking, just real quick, is <laughs> it made me think of the biggest difference that I've seen in the last couple weeks has been Anthony Davis uh, taking his game to the next level offensively, whereas LeBron was dictating everything the first couple of weeks. Now, all of a sudden, it's been AD who's been attacking at, at the same time. And so, yes, a lot of his buckets are coming from LeBron, but that's been the thing that's really set the team off uh, from the offensive standpoint. Have, have you noticed a change? I don't know if you knew AD very well in New Orleans, but does does it seem like being with LeBron has maybe – I don't know, juiced him up a little bit. Is he more? And obviously, you know, he's he's getting to the he's maturing and he's getting to a point in his career where um, you, you would expect him to have sort of that veteran presence. But how much does being next to LeBron help him just night to night and and sort of developing that killer instinct? I, that's a it's a tough one to answer because I've, we've also seen if you go back to the last time Davis was in the playoffs, so two years ago when he just completely destroyed the Blazers. Uh, in a four-game sweep, and then, you know, gave the Warriors a lot of trouble mm-hmm. uh, in the series. They would go on to win the title, and they just they had nothing to do uh, to stop him. That was with Draymond Green and one of the, the better defensive teams that we've seen in the recent NBA. So, you know, it also does help having LeBron. Part of that is just because the defense has to focus in, in other places. So I guess to that extent, um, I think he's probably getting some easier looks this year than he got in New Orleans, but his level of play – you know, to me, was that high individually in the past also, which is there probably weren't as many eyeballs on it and there there was more of the defense of, of attention. But that's kind of the thing with AD. You can give him all the defensive attention you want. And I think that, you know, actually Jonathan Isaac can probably do, you know, as good a job as many players just with his length and quickness. Uh, it, but, you know, look, you still can't really stop him. You still can't keep him from his spot. Uh, if you if you get out to contest his shot, he's got post moves. He can he can hit three. So he's he's a problem almost no matter what you have on the floor next to him. How long have you been covering the team, Mike? 
since 2008. I, I got to think this is the most fun you've had. I mean, you 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 came in at a really good time, and then obviously you had those lean years there. But this team is so interesting to me because everybody wants to root against them, and it's really hard to dislike this team right now. I mean, even Orlando, we're all kind of looking at Dwight from afar going, eh, at least he's in a good place right now. He feels like, you know, it's kind of the old, fun-loving Dwight back. Um, LeBron's always going to have his detractors, and, and obviously a lot of people don't like the way Anthony Davis left New Orleans, but watching that team play basketball and enjoying themselves and, and watching LeBron at this point in his career doing what he's doing, it's just fun if you like basketball. Well, it is fun. I, mean, I can't argue with you. Uh, winning in, in anything, uh, but you know, certainly in sports, it's more fun to be around a team that is winning games. Everybody is in a better mood. Uh, so that is a fact. Uh, you know, My first few years, they did win the title, and it does remind me of, of those teams in certain ways. You know, those teams were a little different in that they were led, you know, by Kobe and, and there was a certain intensity kind of coming off of the loss to Boston in 2008 that prevailed that whole season. Uh, they, they ended up winning 65 games. You know, this year it's been, you know, LeBron isn't, isn't always necessarily seen in that same exact light. Uh, but I think that just given the way that last season went and you mentioned it earlier, the revenge season and the Wash King, like there there is that sense from him that similar kind of leadership of, all right, like this is the season to show everybody. And it has gone like that. But I, I also, you know, I'll take some of Frank Vogel's words from the prior game. It's early, man. It's really early. There's a lot of season that has to come. And so it, I think it's, it's important for, to not start to think too far ahead. And even though, look, that certainly winning the title is their ultimate goal. I think they have enough talent um, to, to challenge for it, but it, it's, it's important for them to try to stick within the day. And, you know, they haven't won in Orlando since 2013, I think. It's, it's not been kind to them. So, you know, that's the thing that they have to be thinking about today. Tell me about Vogel before you go. Obviously, uh, a rough two seasons here. Uh, Evan Fournier said today, you know, it didn't go the way anybody wanted it to, but Frank's a great guy. Um, I think probably, you know, his Orlando stay might have – I don't know, you know, knocked him down a couple pegs just as far as people view him across the league, but feels like a, a perfect situation for him um, coaching a veteran team like that. And it feels like the right mix. Is that is that a good read, you think? Well, when the Lakers hired Vogel, I, I remember calling Dante, um, you know, every, I don't know, you don't have to say the last name in this, in this town, right? I mean, Dante. It's, it's, it's just Dante, yeah. It's just Dante. yeah. So yeah, so I, I called him and I was like, hey, what you know, what's going on? What's up with this guy? Like I I had liked uh, I had kind of liked what I had seen from Vogel and just just from going to the pregame press conferences since back in the day in his 2011 Indiana days, and uh, he's been great. I mean, again, it's tough to poke too many holes when you're 21 and three, but Vogel, the, the way that he has approached this group and this team, and the way that he that he involves the rest of his staff. The changes that he's made within the game, uh, whether that's like changing the starting lineup uh, for a third quarter to adjust against Rudy Gobert in, in Utah, uh, putting Caruso into a more prominent place in the rotation, the way that he's uh, that he's kind of been synced with LeBron. There, there have been a lot of things that you've seen, uh, you know, not getting too high after wins, uh, the, like seeing just seeing how much work he does on the plane, like walking back and he's always watching film, which sometimes head coaches will, you know, push off to, to their assistance and then sort of generalized everything. I mean, he does, he, he just does so much. And uh, I, I really think that he's done a great job so far. And, and I remember those, you know, the, the two Orlando years and talking to people about it. And, you know, I, I don't have to remind your audience, but there was some stuff that was going on and the change in management. There were some injuries. There was, I think Vogel trying to go from the defense that he had in Indiana 
And then by the end, experimenting with what the league was now with the three-point shooting and squaring all that stuff. And, and it just seemed like that helped him get to the place where he is today um, with the Lakers. And, and certainly he's one to, to give credit to LeBron and AD at, at the top of the roster also, which sets all the rest of that stuff off. Last thing, Mike, uh, give the rest of, of, of the league a little bit of hope. If there's going to be an Achilles heel down the road potentially for this Lakers team, what could it be? What could potentially be something uh, that might be the downfall eventually? Well, all right, you're putting me in an interesting spot here. I, I do think that the, if, I, if you asked me before the season, what are the things that the Lakers have to, have to figure out? Is there going to be a, a potential weak spot? You know, having that a real reliable sort of secondary playmaker uh, in the backcourt um, is something where there's, just, there's still a lot on LeBron to create and to orchestrate. And, you know, I do think the player that, that can do that in spots uh, has been Rondo. You know, he's, he's been a little bit beat up this year. He had the calf injury. Now it's the hamstring. And so when, you know, when LeBron is out, you know, can they sort of orchestrate enough if you put, if you put a lot of pressure on them? And that's against certain matchups specifically. But, you know, like the Clippers game earlier in the season, that, um, that sort of played out. So that, that is something I still think that, that could be a thing. And then, you know, I guess you could say this about any of the top teams. You know, Giannis is missing a game today. If your top players, and you know, knock on wood, um, are going to miss some time, of course, that's, that's something that, that certainly opens the door. Um, but I do think, like, with, with health and, and just everything else going for them, the Lakers are going to be right up there. You know, there, there, there are some other teams that I think are, um, are on their level. But these last couple of weeks, since Davis has been more aggressive, they've certainly taken a leap. Um, and it's been impressive to watch. He's Mike Trudell on Twitter at Lakers Reporter, beat reporter for the Lakers uh, Spectrum Sportsnet in Los Angeles. Thanks, Mike, for a couple minutes, man. I appreciate it. All right. Uh, my pleasure. Uh, say what's up to Dante for me. Will do, absolutely. More Magic Drive time when we come back right here, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Be there live when the Orlando Magic take on the Houston Rockets on Friday, December 13th at Amway Center. Come see Magic above all as DJ Augustine, Jonathan Isaac, and the team battle James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and the rest of the Rockets. It's your one shot to see them in O-Town. Buy your tickets now at orlandomagic.com to see the Magic play the Rockets Friday, December 13th. You won't want to miss this big game. Hey, Magic fans, when the Magic win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. The day after a Magic win, get 50% off regular menu price online orders at papajohns.com when you use the promo code MAGICWIN. That's right, celebrate a Magic win the next day with 50% off online orders at Papa John's. And don't miss a shot. Track your order live with Papa Track. Papa John's, official pizza of the Orlando Magic. Offer good online only, not valid with any other discounts, delivery fee, and taxes extra, and not subject to discount offer. 
I'm Robert Palmer, president of RP Funding. With home values at an all-time high, smart homeowners are using RP Funding to access their home equity now more than ever. Home equity could be the best way to finance home improvements, consolidate debt, make investments, or even large purchases. But don't use your home equity to pay closing costs. Let me pay them instead. Visit rpfunding.com or call 855-773-8634, 855-773-8634. Terms and conditions apply to your website and MLS 701 equal housing. At Mountain Dew, we say here's to the doers. The people who know you got to do what you got to do. Who do it big. Then do it bigger. Who don't just watch. So if there's something you want to do, here's a little advice. Grab yourself an ice cold Mountain Dew. And get to it. That's right. Get going. Get started. Stand up. Jump up. Grab hold of it. Work it out. Grind it out. Get stoked. Get passionate. And do it. Don't ask how you should do it. Don't ask if it can be done. Because there are those who don't. And those who do. Let's do Let's do Let's do Let's do the do Exciting news, Magic fans and pasta lovers. Olive Garden and the Orlando Magic have teamed up for a delicious giveaway. When the Magic make three or more dunks during a home game, everyone in attendance receives an offer for buy one entree, get one free. Just open your Magic app after the game to receive the voucher. So grab your tickets for the opportunity to score this mouthwatering deal. This is Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic, celebrating big wins and the work that gets you there. For those who use disappointments, turning them into opportunities to learn, to grow, and to thrive. For those who rise every day with the sole purpose of improving on who they were yesterday. The experts at Evan Health support you. For proving we all have the power to rise to any challenge. Advent Health, feel whole. Magic fans, are you in need of a new roof? Roof damage is not always visible from the ground. In order to make sure your roof is sealed and secure during rain and hurricane seasons, call Carol Bradford Roofing today for a free roof inspection. As the official builder of the Magic, Carol Bradford Roofing is a licensed and insured family-owned company who's been trusted for years to provide quality work and products to protect the most prized possessions under a roof, your family. To speak with a professional today, call 833-237-ROOF or visit cbroofing.com and mention the Magic to receive $500 off your new roof. This is Jonathan Isaac of the Orlando Magic. It's time to get ready for tonight's game with Magic Drive Time. Welcome back. It is Magic Drive Time. Jake Chapman here with you. 96-9 the game. Just about set for Magic tonight with Brandon Kravitz and then the Magic and the Lakers coming your way very shortly from the Amway Center. Should be a good one tonight. The Magic at 11-12 on the season. The Lakers at 21-3 coming in. They'll be without Kyle Kuzma tonight. Uh, they'll be without potentially uh, Rajon Rondo as well. Sounds like Anthony Davis should be a go. And they're getting Avery Bradley back. And, you know, headed into the season, if you look at LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you go, okay, that's the best tandem in the league. And that team, without even a very good supporting cast, could probably win you a championship depending on what they get. But then when you think about Danny Green and how important he was to the Raptors last year, you think about JaVale McGee and the player he's turned into, which is, uh, you know, a junk bucket guy. He's going to grab some rebounds for you, but he's pretty good defensively as far as protecting the rim goes. And then you start to go down that bench and you have a healthy Dwight Howard and you have, you know, Alex Caruso, who Mike Trudell mentioned there in the first segment. This team defensively has the potential to trot out five stoppers and KCP I covered in Detroit. He can hold his own on that end as well. 
defensively is what scares the heck out of me tonight. So, uh, you know, you you don't want to get into a track meet with these guys. You don't want to give up a 50-burger, obviously, to Anthony Davis. But um, I think we could see a, a real defensive struggle tonight. So I'm going to be interested to see, you know, do the Magic allow this game to get up into the 120s? Because if they do, I don't think that serves them well. Can you go toe-to-toe defensively with this Lakers team? Can you force them into some tough shots and just kind of grind it out? Because I think that's probably your best bet. That's going to do it for us tonight. Back at it tomorrow right here. Magic Drive Time, 96.9 The Game. When it comes to the best diamonds at the best prices in Florida, Magic fans choose International Diamond Center. It's why IDC has earned the title Exclusive Jeweler of the Orlando Magic year after year. IDC dominates the competition every day with a massive inventory of hand-selected diamonds, literally thousands of designer rings, an unparalleled selection of fashion jewelry, the guaranteed best values in America, and the strongest warranties in the jewelry industry. Learn more at shopidc.com slash gomagic, where Magic fans shop for jewelry. Witness magic above all at Amway Center when the Orlando Magic face the Philadelphia 76ers on Friday, December 27th. See the team as they battle Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, and the rest of the Sixers for one of the biggest games of the season. Magic rebound and run. Look out, Fultz going to the rim. He'll pack it down. The Tomahawk, Markel Fultz. Get your tickets today at OrlandoMagic.com to see the Magic play the Sixers Friday, December 27th. See big games above all.